Blog Talk Radio. Tuesday evening, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, aired right here on the ever-popular Blog Talk Radio Network. As always, we just open to the ingenious tunes of jazz musician John Porter. We are so excited and elated with joy that you have joined us this evening for this national radio talk show for really every member of the community. Now, if you're a regular listener, then you already know that we bring an array of topics and exclusive featured guests to the table that are relevant and also dynamic. With our guests, we aim to offer insight and expertise that hopefully impact and shape the world that you live in. We have game-changing guests on this show, truly, and tonight is no exception. Stay connected with this show, and please share us with simply everyone you know, and keep all the great feedback coming. We are growing in popularity, and we're so thankful for our loyal listeners. Well, tonight, you will not be disappointed. We have the one and only, the great vocalist. He is so gifted and so well-known by so many people. We have the soulful singer, Kenny Lattimore, with us. And I can tell you, we have lots of listeners on tonight because they are excited to hear this gentleman on the show. We're going to do a one-on-one sit-down exclusive interview with the one and only Kenny Lattimore, so stay with us. But before Before we do, we have a few loyal listeners who wanted to share something with you. Hi there, everyone. It's Shana Thornton, host of your show, Let's Talk America, featured right here on the ever-popular Blog Talk Radio Network. You know, we really love our loyal listeners. Listen in right now as we have a few that wanted to provide some great feedback on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you tune into the next show of Let's Talk America diverse show where you hear all types of information that you can learn from different guests. An excellent show. Please tune in. Hi, I listen to the show every Tuesday and I love the show. Great host, wonderful material. Keep up the great work. Thanks. Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., there's no other place to be but Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Boy, I always learn something new from listening to that show. Great topics, great speakers, Great show. Yeah, so now Let's Talk America is an excellent show, and I hope that you keep up the good work and give the, the show gives something for every generation. Please keep up the good work. Thank you. Hello, my name is Cheryl Boyce, and I've been recently listening to Let's Talk America with Coach Shana Thornton for the past few weeks, and I thoroughly enjoy the guest. Um, she has some very thought-provoking guest questions, and and it's been been really interesting and good, and I hope to continue to listen to our show throughout the rest of the year. Tune in with us every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Stay connected. Simply stay in power. 
I simply love it. Right now, I want to share my words of inspiration for tonight's show. And these words come from the great Nelson Mandela, who once said, For to be free is not merely to cast off one's chains, but to live in a way that respects and enhances the freedom of others. I'm going to say this statement again by the great Nelson Mandela. For to be free is not merely to cast off one's chains, but to live in a way that respects and enhances the freedoms of others. Beautiful words by an awesome and courageous leader of South Africa, Nelson Mandela. Thank you for sharing your words with us. We have Kenny Lattimore tonight, and it is going to be one great show for you. But before we bring him on with us live, I want to share one of his all-time classic hits for you. Listen in. Everyone loves this song. to welcome Kenny Lattimore to the show, Let's Talk America. Right now, we're going to go right into the conversation where he is in the midst of discussing music education and how everyone really should equip themselves with as much knowledge as possible to proceed in life. Listen in right now. And then in addition to that, we get into uh, the aspects of having uh, the preparation for walking into different arenas and being able to take advantage of opportunities. If I know how to cite things and I really understand the mathematics and the reading of music, yes. it allows me to do commercials, it allows me to do movie scores, it allows me to walk in and audition for things that I wouldn't normally be able to do. Um, it's great to have a good ear because I have that too, but it's nice to know some of the other uh, technical aspects regarding um, the reading of music. Mm. And, uh, and then, you know, as a business, it's funny, a lot of the young people that I speak with today, I always talk about, if you're not sure what you want to do completely, but you have this creative element, having a degree in business is going to be great because you can get a little bit of law, yes. you can get marketing, you can get uh, different aspects of the business, um, economics and things so that you understand how to control your business once you get in it mm -hmm. so that you're not completely dependent on other people to tell That's you who right. you are, what you have to do, what your demographic is. You can do a lot of that yourself. Absolutely. And speaking of music education being critical and knowing the business side of it, we look at great vocalists like yourself and say they've been singing all of their life, they've surrounded their life by it, but you are college educated, correct? Yes, um, I, I attended them. I started, uh, just to just be technical and integral for the show, 
I was an architecture and planning major wow. at university. I got a record deal in my first year. I remained in school another yeah. year, uh, but I transitioned. The dean of architecture said, you know what, keep your um, architecture major, but I was encouraged to do uh, some fine arts classes as I was continuing mm. uh, and to concentrate there because they knew that I was going into that atmosphere and it was happening so fast yes. that they were interested in me uh, being prepared for it. So I really appreciated the, the dean and how they allowed me to transition. So I ended up working with uh, a gentleman named Leroy Dorsey who had taught Donnie Hathaway and oh, Roberta wow. Black. And, you know, the legacy of Howard University was so amazing. Yes. It, it's funny that I was in, I loved music so much, but I was in architecture that close, like, like yards away from the musical legacy of Howard University. I mm. wasn't really a part of it until that time period. Mm, when and, it was the uh, right time. So, so I did not graduate from Howard in architecture or anything like yes. that. But what I did is I did attend, and, uh, and I am a huge advocate for it. Everything went so fast in my career. I, in hindsight, I wish I had gone in for business. Oh, wow. And now they have arts administration degrees. When I was at Howard, those programs were just starting. They okay. weren't established. Um, so because of, uh, the fact that I was able to, uh, attend and be in there and have that college life and understand the beauty of it yes. and use the things I've learned, I still am a huge advocate of, of going in and saying, you know what, go beyond what I did mm, powerful. And, ex and, and be better than, than what I did. Powerful. So uh, that's been a focus for me. And I want all of our listeners worldwide to understand exactly what Kenny Lattimore just said. He is a very famous musician, but he pushes and encourages education uh, beyond the music industry or the music arena. And, and, Kenny, I think that's important for our listeners, especially our aspiring musicians, to understand. Yes, love music. Absolutely. You know, eat it, love it, like you have to do anything that's your passion. But like you reiterated, be smart enough to go outside that box and say, well, let me understand the business component, mathematics, everything, because that will make me stronger in my field, right? Absolutely. One of the, one of the first things that happens to artists when they get in this business, because it is a really tough and, uh, and dirty business, I'm going to say it that way, okay. to keep it real, um, and one of the first things that happens to artists is they, they, they come in, sometimes they get large checks, sometimes they get checks that in the music industry are considered small, but to the average person, a small check in the music industry is probably a year or two worth of what they would do, you know, working <laughs> yes. in the work field. Oh, yeah. Workforce. So um, the first thing that happens is you, don't, you get this money and you think, wow, I've got all this money. Wow. And then they say, well, you need a business manager or somebody to help you right. make decisions about this money. All of this sounds incredible. If you have no education in particular, it sounds really yes. incredible because you think, okay, somebody's going to help me, somebody's mm. going to help me, but the world is not a nice place always, particularly no. in business. No, no. You, you run into people who want to take over your accounts, and, and then you find yourself almost working for someone controlling your money, mm. telling you no. what you can do and what you can't do, and not always giving you a plan. Yes. The talk, the talk in the beginning is, yes, we're going to give you a plan of how to invest your money okay. and how to make this work for you and all of that. But for most artists in this business, it doesn't happen. What happens is accounting firms come in and yes. become glor glorified bill payment services. <laughs> and you sit back and you're like, oh, my gosh, what happened to my money yes. after the first year or what have you? 
but if you understand bookkeeping, okay. if you understand accounting That's and right. your tax preparations and things like these are all different types of things that we have to be aware of as business people. These are basics. These are not even advanced things. <laughs> these are yeah. basics. You can pay your bills online, and you can um, you can buy QuickBooks for $35 a month or something to that degree, and it can produce profit and loss statements so that you can uh, come out less expensive when it's time for you to, to uh, file your taxes. Yeah. You can incorporate or get mm. an L, you know, LLC or an S corporation yes. to help you to run your funds through as yes. a, a legitimate business so that you're not hit in the same tax mm. bracket as somebody just personally receiving money. All of this is kind of stuff that you can learn uh, in school yes. um, or taking, taking um, different types of courses and Absolutely. programs that, that may be right in our community. Yes, right. And often they are, Kenny. Um, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. You know, you're obviously a smart guy. You're savvy. You're very talented and gifted. And you've got a lot going on right now. So, you know, I want to talk about everything. Of course, we've got to talk about your music. But from my understanding, you have another uh, effort or initiative going on called the Being One Campaign. Now, tell our listeners about this very important initiative. You know, it's so funny that um, you right now are a part of Being One because uh, you are helping me to identify with the community. I love it. Being one is really uh, allowing me as an individual. A lot of times, again, we as artists, we come out and the music identifies us so much. Okay. But because I've had a number of years in the business and I've been able to to uh, do things from, you know, philanthropic things. Yes. I've been able to produce. I've been able to, to act. I've been able to... Um, mm be in, a, in several different genres and different places, being one is allowing me to talk more about what my music and my brand has been about okay. all these years. And that is being one in the community. Being one is about uh, what kind of love does it take to be one with another person. That's what my music has been about oh, wow. uh, for, for all these years. Uh, being wow. one now in, in its relevance is that um, most People who have followed my career know that I went through a very public marriage, and now I'm a single man now. Okay. And being one is also about being the, the healthiest and whole and most whole me, mm. so that I can be the best person in my community mm, and the powerful. best person to the next woman that I marry. Yes. Uh, the, the best father I can be to my son. And a yes. lot of times we don't come back to work on ourselves. Mm. so that we can be our best. A lot of times we become victims and we attack yes. other people. Yes, we do. There, there are lots of different things we don't take responsibility mm-hmm. for. That's right. But the whole campaign about being one really is engulfed in love from your self-love and, and developing yourself to how do I take that now and reach into my community to affect other people's lives. Mm, I love it. It includes so much. And even yep. hearing a man of your statue talk about it, even as a female, as, as a mother, as a wife, as a, a member of my community, I feel connected to this movement, as you said at the top of the segment, because it's everybody looking in the mirror themselves saying, what can I Absolutely. do to better myself? And that's my community, right? Absolutely. And I have uh, participated for years, and a lot of people may or may, they may not know, rather, that um, for years I worked with other philanthropic organizations, uh, but as I worked with those organizations, some of the things that we did completely changed my life forever. Okay. One of them, there's an organization called the ASHE uh, Foundation. Okay. And uh, we 
I, I served as a spokesperson for them for a year, and we went out into the community, and we did foot washings for children. We went to Africa. We gave shoes. But we wow. also did that here in the United States for the homeless. Astounding. And I'll never forget getting a call one time, and the call was, will you wash the feet of the homeless and put new or gently worn shoes yeah. on their feet? And I was like, yeah, 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 that sounds great. You know, wow, that was like so big. And the closer that day came, I had to really check myself. Mm. I, and I was like, wait a minute, I'm getting ready to go down here and wash the feet of the homeless. Hmm, hmm. What does that really mean to me? You know, okay, and, yes. And am I really that guy? You know, am I really that person? And uh, I, I pushed through to do it, and it became life-changing because I didn't realize how disconnected from humanity that we can actually be thinking, yes. oh, well, we're these great people, we've got all this going on. And I, I've sat with people who um, almost did not even see themselves as as this is where the wholeness comes in, as oh. whole people, if you will. Astounding. Now, as an African-American, we know that we've gone through a history of literally, yes, we have. and by law, not being considered a person. Very true. <laughs> and, and what that does to us mentally, what that does in our community in terms of how we see our, ourselves and our achievements against others, all that. So we're looking at homeless people and we're thinking, well, why don't they take care of these programs, take advantage rather, yes. of these programs and take advantage. And we don't understand really the, the wow, the, the detriment um, of being removed from them, mm. what, the, what that does to them. So to touch them physically was powerful. Oh. And then to humble ourselves, to wash their feet and to feel the callousness of their feet, the hardness. Oh, wow. Not that people that don't have money don't have calluses on their feet. Yes. But I just thought of the hardness of life mm. and what they've gone through and, um, and just to reach out and just give them some love at that moment. That changed my life. Wow. That changed my life. And it made me say, you know, there's got to be more that I can do. Ooh, that's a... Humanity. Kenny, that's a life-changing experience. Hearing you even tell the story, that had to change your outlook and your view on life. Absolutely. Oh. It just made me feel like, you know, if, now some people, you know, it was, it was interesting because I was washing one lady's feet and she had a, a little daughter with her. And a lot of times we don't think about that. We don't yes. think about children that are homeless with yes. their parents. We think of these men or women on the side of the road who are saying, uh, I, I'll work for food yes. or carrying these signs. Mm-hmm. But there's a huge community of people that are, are out there, you know, who, who need help. And uh, when I watched the lady speak, she looked up at me and she said, oh, my gosh, you look so familiar. And she just could not believe. I mean, once she realized who I was, she yes. could not believe that I was washing her feet. Mm. And the reality is almost like, why not? Yes. Yes, I mean, same as... And the whole self-esteem of, do you not feel worthy? Because she was there, so obviously she she felt worthy of her feet being washed. Maybe she didn't, I I don't know. Okay. But this is all the thoughts going through my mind. But then the fact that it was somebody who she esteemed famous or what have you, Mm. 
I'm hoping that me just being there to watch her feet gave her a different perspective of who she was as a woman. That's right. And the importance of her life and the importance of her daughter's life. Mm. And I believe that because even someone of your fame and your stature and popularity, you're still showing to the world you're human and you want to impact lives in a positive manner. Exactly. Mm, I love it. what being one is all about, yes. You know, I've got to ask this question (laughs) because I need to know this. It's all at one. Obviously, you're well known for your music and your, you know, sure. philanthropic work that you're doing around the world, the globe, rather. You know, you've got an upcoming album that's going to be released, I think, within the next year or so. Yeah. And so you've already had a lot of great work that's been critically acclaimed, award-winning. You've got more to come that's going to be released soon. What inspires your music? You know, it, it, I guess it's the moments like what we're talking about. It's of its people. Okay. Um, it's my life experiences. I just feel like my musical purpose has been um, really embedded in more inspiration than just my personal life. Because I know some people use their musical platform um, to, to just tell their story. This is what I'm going through right now, blah, 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 blah. Okay. They just put it out there. Okay. And that's okay. It's cathartic, and it helps someone. Yes. But at the same time, the music is so powerful that part of my responsibility in it. I believe is to inspire. So my inspiration really comes from uh, stories that I hear, other people's lives, things that I've seen. And even if I have to speak about a heartbreak or if I have to speak about something that is potentially negative, I try to uh, resolve it mm-hmm. or, or put it in a place that is real but doesn't just uh, doesn't leave the person in, in a negative place. Yes. Because so, um, a lot of the music on Being One, the album, is is going to be that. It, you know, when we're talking about difficult situations, like I have a song about um, a guy talking about uh, what's being one with, with his woman. Okay. What must I do? Because a lot of times we as guys, uh, well, women and men, we have different perspectives about how we approach things. A lot of times we women want to talk. Women, I want to talk to my guy. Maybe we need to sit in and talk. Most men, when when we go in, particularly if it's something a little difficult, we go in and we don't necessarily listen because I know women are like, we want you to listen. Just listen to me sometimes. <laughs> yes. I just want to express what's on my heart. But a lot of times we like to fix. Yes. It's like that's what the, that's what's made, what, what's put in us. Mm-hmm. But we have to go in and, and we have to begin to appreciate the differences between one another so that we don't kill each other over, I wish he would do this, I yes. wish he would do that. It's like, okay, no, no, let's appreciate that. Yep, she needs me to do that right now. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, he does have that in- inclination to fix. So okay. let me put that out there, babe. I don't need you to fix it. I just need to say, mm-hmm. let me, it helps our communication. Mm-hmm. Yes. I need you to just listen to me for a minute, and then you can say whatever you want to say. But um, all of those types of things, those real situations are what I love to sing about. Mm, powerful. And there are I give a lifetime of stability. I'm never too busy for you. Can we find forgiveness in the things that yeah. uh, have, have given us misunderstandings? And all those kind of lyrics are yes. the things that I love I'm, that song, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, love it, love it. You have brilliant Thank work, you. brilliant work. Oh, I you appreciate know, it. I've got to know this. So we have an exclusive one-on-one with Kenny Lattimore. Now, who are a few of your favorite musicians of the past? Now, who do you like to listen to? Who are you jamming to when you're alone or when you want to be inspired or when you're in one of those moods that every human being goes through? Who do you rock to, Kenny? You know what? I go back to the music that my parents introduced me to um, because it takes me back to the point where I first began to love music, and that's all the way like the 70s. 
Oh, wow. Good music out of that era. My mother, yeah. My mother used to play everything. Shaka Khan and Stevie Wonder were my all-time favorites. But, you know, I had a moment the other day where I just started to cry a bit from the emotion of the music because this is how attached to music I am. All right. Uh, I was listening to something by Tina Marie. And okay. it was a... The late great. I began to listen to the... Yeah, the late great Tina Marie. And I, I was listening to the orchestration, the intricacy, the, the passion, and the detail that was put into the production. And it just hit me some kind of way where I was like, wow. There was so much that went into the music of that era, you know. Yes, it um, And we understand we're in a different time period. Yes. Economics are different and all that kind of stuff. But I could feel emotionally the passion of the string arrangement mm. and, uh, and her approach to the song. And I just, oh, man, it just made me just weep. For mm. I had to gather myself and then just continue okay. to enjoy it, you know. Okay. But, and one um, of the many reasons why we one of the many reasons why we fall in love with music, when we can feel the power of either the instruments or the vocals coming from the record. Yeah, and I go back a lot of times on YouTube, and I look at, when I really want to be inspired, I go and I look at live performances from artists like Marvin Gaye and, yes. and DeGrasse, and um, even Whitney Houston, oh my gosh, mm. I was looking at her from the Grammys. Um, I don't remember what Grammys it was when she did One Moment in Time back in the day. And her performance was so flawless, and her gift was just, oh, gosh. Legendary. It's it's the most incredible display. Yes, a legendary figure. And it inspired me to be better. Legendary. Mm. It was like, after she did that, it was like, you you don't even have to sing anymore. (laughs) She just did the performance of life. Surely. She was amazing. Yeah. You know, okay, random question. Yes. Okay, Kenny Lattimore, as we begin to wrap up, random question time. And this is the time of the show where we have a little fun with our exclusive featured guests. So would you rather watch ESPN or the World News? Um, The World News. (laughs) Wow. And and I can say that easily because I didn't grow up a big sports guy. Yes. And... um, uh, my my father is a huge sports guy. My step my stepdad, uh, who I grew up with, was a sports okay. guy. Okay. I didn't grow up with all that. Maybe it was because it was in it was around me. Yes. Searched out for other things. So uh, yep. We're I am impressed. Wow. Okay. Vacation on the beach, or would you rather go skiing? Vacation on the beach. <laughs> I think that's probably a lot of people. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like the heat a little better, and and the water is. <laughs> Powerful to me. Water is, is um, incredible to me. Oh, wow. And there's some beautiful, dynamic beaches out there. Kenny Latimer, we are just so pleased and honored that you've joined us this evening. Before we get out of here, tell us what you want your legacy to be in 100 years. If someone opens a time capsule and they see your name, Kenny Latimer, uh, the great, what do you want them to know? Wow. I want, I want the people to, to look back and they go, wow, this was a guy who inspired the world to uh, consciousness, uh, a spiritual uh, faith where um, they were inspired to believe in God. They were inspired to believe in themselves. They were inspired to be one and love others the way that they would love themselves. Mm. And you will be remembered as that for sure. Before we get out of here, tell our listeners how they can learn more about you and your music. Are you on Twitter or Facebook? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can go to KennyLattimore.com. That's my website, okay. and it kind of en- encompasses everything. 
So KennyLattimore.com, and that's with two T's, L-A-T-T-I-M-O-R-E. Okay. Uh, you can follow me at Twitter, at Kenny Lattimore. Um, Instagram, I'm on Instagram. Facebook, I believe I'm official, the official um, yes. Kenny Lattimore. We had an imposter for yes. a time. So we a lot of scammers out there. <laughs> so the uh, real. Um, definitely, if you have any any question marks come up, though, go to KennyLattimore.com because okay. all the official links are right there. It's all connected. Kenny Lattimore, we love you here on Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thank Thornton. You. Love you back. Thanks for joining us. Excellent conversation with the one and only, the soulful vocalist, the philanthropist, the all-around guy, Kenny Lattimore. Good stuff. Everyone, join us next Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Same place, same time. We'll be back. More interesting and intriguing guests and topics coming your way. I'm Kenny Lattimore, and you're listening to Let's Talk America. All show content original, copyright 2013 by Shana Thornton. We have to get out of here, but before we do, some more music from Kenny Lattimore. Again, the great song for you. See you next week, everyone. For you, I'd give a lifetime of stability. Anything you want of me. Nothing is impossible for you. There are no Yeah.